Okay, let's get started. Yesterday was Dav, Chav, hey. Today is Chav, Vav. Is that right? Am I wrong by one? That is correct. That is correct. All right, so, um, and uh, we're going to get right to the review of yesterday's Dav. We started off yesterday, I think, a drop farther up on Daf Chof Dalid Ahmed Base, and we are learning the Linishmas from Bashmol Shimon Ben Shema Amnalia, as well as Daniel Bernet Baruch Ben Yudalei Beimi, and Naftali Yosef Ben Chaim Nisan Halevi, and we also have a mind of Fush Lematol who need it. Your head should get uh, all better. Well, I mean, no, this is sacrifice. That's a sacrifice. Yeah. Okay. Right. He well, got this hit by the Torah. So much energy yesterday. So many passes suffer to me. He did it to me. He did it to me. Remember that? He married about coin. All right. So let's get started. Rabbi Sai. Okay, so uh, we started off talking about uh, some very interesting stories. Uh, we have uh, Abba Shol who said, um, either it was Abba Shol or, uh, or Rabbi Yochanan, that he uh, was uh, in charge of burying the dead, and he was one time chasing after a deer, and he entered into a femur bone of some deceased person, and he was inside the femur bone running as fast as he could, he ran three parsos, and he still never got the deer. Um, and uh, he still was inside the femur bone. Uh, when he turned backwards, he, they told him that, you know, in other words, when he came back home, uh, you know, giving up on the deer, he was, um, uh, he was told that this is the femur bone of Og Melech HaBoshon. So you get a sense of how big he is. He was only nine almost long. That was his Nine Amos Rashi says Ba'amas Ish, which means the Amma of Og Amos. Alright. So, maybe if we said Riley, curl it in bed, alright. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's how Rashi answers, Ba'amas Og. But, um, but anyway, I don't. What was the illusion you, you said to that? The deer was something? And the... I didn't yeah. say anything. <laughs> I don't know, you saw somebody say a, yeah, a, the, yeah. the, the notes. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, deer represents that which, which is beautiful in spiritual life. It's a tougher animal. Oh, Abba Shal dedicated his life to the pursuit of spiritual goals. Ran after the deer. But he had not rid himself of the negative influences and given a person's spiritual development. He pursued the deer inside the thigh bone of the corpse. As a result, he was not able to realize his potential and attain the degree of spirituality to which he aspired. He never reached the deer or the end of the thyroid. These negative influences are, are personified by Og, king of Bashan, who descended from the race of giants known as the Nephilim. Nephilim, yeah. For they were descended from angels who had fallen from heaven. It was they who, by their mingling with humankind, brought about its downfall and the flood. Wow. The whole thing. Yeah. Very fascinating. All right. All right, that took us to another story, with it, which is Abishol, who also was burying the dead, and he somehow opened up a, a cave, and inside the cave he found himself inside the eye of a deceased person. All, and it was up to his nose and eye. And uh, when he t- look, turned backwards, they told him this is the eye of Abishalom, and don't think Abishol was a, was a midget, and that's why the eye was so big, 
actually Abishol was the tallest in his generation, and Rabbi Tarfan only came up to his shoulders, and Rabbi Tarfan was, all, was the tallest in his generation, and Rabbi Meir came up to his shoulders, and Rabbi Meir was tall in his generation, and Rabbi Yehuda Nasi came up only to his shoulders, and Rabbi was the tallest in his generation, Rabbi Chia only came up to his shoulders, Rabbi Chia was the tallest in his generation, and Rav came up only to his shoulders, and Rav was the tallest in his generation, and Rabbi Yehuda, his Talmud, came up to his shoulders, and Rav Yudha himself was the tallest in his generation, and Adadayla came up only to his shoulders. And this Adadayla is uh, uh, the Pashtavina of Pumpadisa, who was the, that's, his, that's the name of this fellow, was only up to halfway of Adadayla, that's his name. And the whole world, vis-a-vis this Pashtavina, the Pumpadisa, was only up to his waist. So uh, we're talking about very big people, again, and uh, if you want to understand it in a homiletical way, um, in terms of their will to grow or to become better people, I guess that's how you'd explain it. Anyway, they asked Rebbe a question. Moving back to um, the Gemara, uh, they asked Rebbe a question. Somebody has a miscarriage of a, a, a spear, which is the sack, the amniotic sac that's filled with flesh. So what's halacha? Does that count as a later? Doesn't it? So he says, I, I never heard any answer on that. So Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi says, let me tell you what my father says. He says, if it's filled with blood, then she's to me anida. If it's filled with flesh, it's to me leida. So he says, you know, if, you're not, if you tell me something new, um, that would be one thing. But uh, what you told me is something that I cannot rely on. Why? Because... The first halacha that, you, that, that Rabbi Yossi, your father, you're quoting Rabbi Yossi, says when it's filled with blood, it doesn't it counts as damida. Now that's a das yachid. Only Sumchas in the name of Meir says that, that the blood inside counts. Right? The Chachamim were the ones who says that you need blood on the outside. So maybe the second din that you're telling me, which is when it's filled with flesh, it counts as a leita, that's maybe Rabbi Yeshua. Maybe we don't pass like Rabbi Yeshua. And that's the brisa that says that a shvir that's not meruka, meaning it doesn't have the form of a body inside. So Rabbi Shua says it's a vlad. Chama say it's not a vlad. Okay, so um, <coughs> so on that we saw an interesting qualifier of this machlok between Rabbi Shua and the Chacham. We have Rish Lakish in the name of Rabbi Oshia who says that this whole machlokus is only in turbid water, meaning liquid. The liquid is like not clear. And then there's a, a concern, or at least a possibility, that perhaps there was a formed body that became liquefied. But if it's very clear the fluid, so then there's then for sure everybody would agree that that's not a flood. That's how Rish Lakish, in the name of Ravoshia, understands the dispute that they're only disputing in a case where it's awkward, not where it's solul. Rabbi Shuman Levi says the other way around. Well, he says that they're arguing with solul even when it's clear. So the question is, they're arguing when it's clear, but what's not clear is if you, is, is there, are they only arguing when, it, when the liquid's clear? Or, and and when, it's, when it's turbid water, then the liquid inside, so then they, everybody would agree that it's a vlad, possibly, or they're disputing in both cases, and we remain with a teiko in understanding Rabbi Shulman Levi. That brought us to a question, Rabbi Shulam ben Chanan, the Yisrael Drasha, it says in the Pasuk, Vayas Hashem elokim la'adam, ulishto kosnos or vayal bishem. So he says that Pasuk teaches us 
that a Baruch Hu doesn't make skin for man unless the full body is formed. Which is basically what he's saying is, um, uh, based on that, um, that uh, the key element to, to know whether there was a body here is if you see skin. If there's skin, that that means that the body has been formed. So, um, and that doesn't matter then whether the water is, is clear or not. If you got uh, skin, then that would indicate that indeed that's a good, that's a, that's a, a fully formed birth enough to count as a blood. And uh, we don't look at the, it doesn't matter what the liquid is, whether it's turbid or not. Now, if you say that, if that's, now, based on this, if you say that they're arguing when it's even, when it's clear, so then that's why you would need a special puzzle to tell you that, nevertheless, even when it's clear, there's a special, uh, when there's skin, then we know that that counts as a leda. But if they're arguing when it's turbid, that's, that's, then it's nothing to do with the puzzle. It's purely logic that uh, there's something inside, maybe it's been liquefied. So it's a svara. So it must be that they're arguing bitzalu. And that's a, what we said. It seems to be a pretty clear uh, position over here that the machlokis is a case bitzalu, like we saw from Rabbi Shobin Levi. Now, Rabbi Nachman, in the name of Rabbi Avua, says that they're arguing only Ba'achor, not Bitzalo. And there, Bitzalo, everybody would agree that it's for sure not a flood, meaning if the liquid is clear, it's definitely not. And uh, Rabbi asked Rabbi Nachman, we say that the simon flood by Behemadaka is Tinof, is if, it, if it's dirty, when, okay, um, that indicates that there was a flood there. Okay, if it's a Behemagasa and it has a Shilya, uh, which uh, is an afterbirth, so then we know that 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 there's a vlad there somewhere. By Anisha, it's a shvir vishilya, meaning either one. So, uh, but uh, we never mentioned shvir by either one or both of them. Shvir vishilya Rashi says oh, either one. No? Shvir vishilya o shvir o shilya. Okay. See that? Okay. Um, the, but if it was but by Behema, it didn't mention anything about a shvir being sufficient. So now, if you're going to say that they're arguing bitzalul, so then I understand there's a special ribay akra by the isha that, regardless, <coughs> regardless, um, if there's skin, then that's enough of an indication of a flood. Fine, <coughs> but by beima, there's no ribay akra, so no. Um, but if you're going to say that they're arguing when it's the turbid, so it's like like dirty water, dirty fluid, so which we have a concern that maybe that so then that's based on logic. In lo- if once you're basing it on logic, there's no reason to make a distinction between the animal and the isha. So why would, would we, why wouldn't we say the same thing that just like by an isha it counts as a vlad, so to by beima, same thing. So the gemara says, you think Rabbi Shua was saying that it was definite, definite. Uh, he's never said that that if that that it's considered a vlad for sure. He's misupik whether it's a vlad, and therefore. What's going to happen is that we take a stringent stance both by animal and by Isha. Okay, in other words, what's the stringent stance by Isha? To say that maybe this is a Vlad, and if it is a Vlad, then the next one is not a Bukhar, and therefore the Chumrah is, is that the Kohen can't take, uh, uh, can't take the firstborn, uh, the Pidyon Abed money, because he has a burden of proof. It's a Motsumi Chaber Olav Arayan. That's why um, it comes out in a lenient stance. 
That's the rule. And when it comes to Be'ima, where it's a question of Isur, so we'll say we've got to be Choshish, that maybe it's not a Vlad. And if it's not a Vlad, then the next one is really the true Bechor. If the next one is really the true Bechor, then it has the prohibitions of a Bechor. So Giza, uh, Navod, etc. So, um, and, that's the, and that's the answer. Ah, what about the fact that he's quoting Psukim? Psukim indicates that this is not based on a svara or anything. So the Gemara says, don't worry about the Pasuk. It's really Midirabana. The Pasuk is merely an Esmachta. It's just the support, rabbinic support. A lot of times the rabbis do that. They'll attach it to a Pasuk to give it more credibility. People will listen to it better. So that's why they say that it's not really the meaning of the text of, it, of the Psukim. Okay, so that took us to the Rav Chanina Bar said to Rav, He's like, okay, I need a bottom line over here. <laughs> he got all these opinions. We have Rebbe, we have Rebbe Shmuel, Rebbe Yossi, Rebbe Oshia, Rebbe Shlokish, the name of Rebbe Oshia, Rebbe Shulman Levi. What's your opinion? So he says, all I say is whether the, the, the fluid is clear or turbid, there's no chashash, there's no vlad, there's nothing to worry about. Shmuel, on the other hand, says both are, whether it's clear or solid or, or, or turbid, it's Choshesh as we're Choshesh for a flood. And this is Shmuel Shitaso, because uh, Rav Dimi said that never in Arda did they ever say that, uh, uh, that a Shvir is not a Safik Leda, at least L'Chumra. Uh, the only time was one time that there was, a, uh, there was a Shvir that came out, this amniotic sac, and came before Shmuel, and you can hold a, a hair on one side of it, and you were able to see it from the opposite side, he said, if there was a Vlad somewhere in between, it would never be that clear. So it was exceedingly clear, so then that's when he had no doubt that it was not a Vlad. But otherwise, if it's a little bit less clear than that, even though it's basically clear, there's a Cheshash Vlad, and therefore that's a problem. Now we did say if there's a form on the, on the fetus, that's called a Leda, and then it's for sure Leda. So the school, uh, the Gemara brings down, what is this Shvir Merukam? So Avashol explains, it's uh, in the in the very very early stages of 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 the of the embryo. So basically, it has the two eyes that are like two drops, like a, two dots of a fly, and uh, and he explains that they're far, a little farther apart from each other. Then there's two nostril holes that look also like two teeny dots, also. And uh, Rebchi explains, and they're close to each other. Has a, wa- a mouth that just looks like a, a, a line of a hair, a hair's breadth, breadth line uh, where the mouth should be. The body is basically tiny, the size of lentil. The head is basically pretty much the whole body. So in other words, the head takes up the bulk of the body. And uh, anybody who ever seen embryos, that's exactly like, you know, like it's literally the description, how you describe it. If it's uh, a difference between the male and female, uh, if there's a female, there would be a line where the, that body part is uh, going up and down. Um, and uh, there's no, in the early, early stages, there's basically no indication of the hands and the details of the hands and feet. You can't see the hands and toes yet. Um, 
uh, the fingers and toes. Um, and that's psukim in the, in the Navi. The Navi actually describes it, that it starts off like basically milk, which is the semen. It uh, solidifies like, like cheese. And then uh, the skins and the flesh are uh, dressed on it. And then the bones and, this, and the sinews um, support it. And God did uh, gave me life and kindness. And basically, anybody who's seen this, you know, basically is like seeing miracles and like... Uh, Observing open miracles in a way, in my mind. Okay, anyway, when checking to make sure to to see if it's formed at this level, so do not do so in water because water is so it has is abrasive uh, and that it could actually cause it to break up. It's too strong, but uh, you do it with oil, and oil will cause it to shine and it's softer, and it won't uh, harm the the feet the uh, the embryo. Um, um, you, could, you need to look in the sunlight to be able to see it. And how do we check it? So the Gemara says, what do you mean, how do you check it? I thought we just described it in, in, in detail. So the Gemara says, well, how do you check whether it's male or female? Sabashol Barnash or Abashol Baramish says that what you do is you need a little uh, toothpick that's a little smooth at the edge, and you, right in that area of the body, you... Run, run the toothpick down, and if you feel it catch on something, then you know there's something there, and that indicates a male membrane. Okay, that's how you tell. Otherwise, uh, it would be uh, you can assume it's a female. So Nachman says that in the Rabbi Avod, that's only if you're going up, up and down. But if you're going side to side, it could be that it could catch on the uh, on the walls of the vagina, basically, and that would that would indicate that. Why do we, and they would imply that it's male, but it's really not. Okay. Radha Barabba says that if it's uh, female, so then uh, it's like, a, it's, like, it's, like a, it's kind of like a crack that's in a barley. Just a thin up and down crack. Um, so Rav Nachman says, how do you know that that's a female? Maybe that's a, the chut of the beitzim that also is a line like that. So Mar says if, you, if the if the testicles are not even uh, visible, so surely you're not going to see that, that, uh, that either. Um, Rav Amram said the two, the two thighs are like two red threads, and Rav Amram says on that that it's, uh, uh, that it's a little thicker thread, the one that's like the one that's in the warp. And, then, um, and the two arms are also like two red threads, and they're like the wolf, which is the up and down one. I, think, I forget which one's which, but I think I got it right. If not, it's the other way. Okay. Um, uh, anyway, Ra, Ra, also he said, Shmuel said to Rav Yehuda, that even though all these things are true, never rely on that until it's much later stage where it has hair. Then you know it's a flat. So the Gemara says, Shmuel, that's not his shita. He says, we're always choshesh. So he says, yeah, it's his choshesh, to be to be a vlad lechumra to give you meituma, but to give you meitara, he doesn't say it's a vlad. Okay, um, but what he wants to say until you until you know for sure it's a vlad, you'll need you in other words to give even the meitara. That's only going to happen if it's uh, if it's much l- l- further developed. Um, 
Um, this means that Shmuel is Mesopic, but I thought it was, a, I mean, Shmuel's knowledge was very, very strong. He says there was a Shvir that came to Shmuel. He says that this is a Vlad. It's a 41 uh, days since conception. Um, so the Gemara says, and then they did the math and they said, ah, it's only 40, because look, she went to the mikvah only 40 days ago. So he says, oh yeah, but uh, no, it is 41. And she must have had relations with her husband before they went, before she went to the mikvah. And they, and they, and they forced it out of the husband that, it, that he admitted that he, that he didn't have self-control. So Shmuel is different. He's very, very knowledgeable. He says, for the average folk, you can't rely on that. That's the basic idea. Okay, did we uh, continue from it? That's where he got up to, so we'll take it from here in one second. She said she'd bring home uh, 